this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Hello and welcome to Active XP, the review portion of the Active Quest podcast that you can check out every week on Mondays. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about Shantae and the Seven Sirens. Shantae and the Seven Sirens is the latest entry of the long-running platformer series. In this title, you must save your fellow half-genies from the grasp of a mysterious evildoer and defeat each of the sirens in areas around the island. Shantae's summer vacation turns upside down when she enters the caverns below. Most of the game is set in dull corridors rather than the great outdoors. WayForward tries their best to spruce up the generic areas, but everything tends to blend together. This is quite a way backwards from Half-Genie Hero, but at least the characters are well designed and the bosses all look awesome on screen. The art style is vibrant too, especially outside and in the hub areas. I love the little animations that add to each of the characters, adding personality to them. What makes up for the dull placement of the levels are the fun, platforming segments throughout this Metroidvania landscape. You are tested with the varied powers you gain during the adventure, and you may have to mix and match your abilities to propel Shantae onto the next section. With these powers, you have to return to the previous areas that were once unreachable. I am not a puzzle guy, but the game constantly plays with your expectations, adding interesting scenarios you wouldn't expect. I love the variety at play here. Uh, bosses, while mostly easy, do a great job at teaching the player how to use Shantae's newfound abilities. I also love how you can buy new items and spells to help Shantae on her adventure, like fireballs, shields that can deflect projectiles, or flying schmittars uh, that can hit enemies around her. Uh, this added to the strategy of combat and made fighting certain enemies and bosses easier. At some points in the game, however, I was running around like a headless chicken, trying to find where to go. The town hub is usually the best bet to get hints, but sometimes they were too vague and talked about locations that aren't mentioned by name on the map. Additional areas that are inside specific places in the world aren't included in the full map either, which had me second guessing if I went to a specific area or not. In addition, the lack of landmarks within these bland underground levels made it a bit tough to figure out where I was going. This understanding of locations is important in a metroidvania, and unfortunately, this game falls flat. If you try to play the game again after a few days, you may have forgotten your steps, or what powers you've gained. It would be nice to get a recap of what happened in the last play session. Shantae's signature hair whip is imprecise too, and can lead to a few in frustrating deaths, especially within like the puzzle sections of the game. The game gets repetitive too as the same enemy types rear their heads over and over again with just slight colour variants. 
There are a few too many encounters with the villain of the series, Risky Boots 2. I would assume fans may have had enough battles with her at this point, and having her come up five or six times is kind of annoying. If you enjoy your time with the game, there is a new Game Plus mode, and you'll get different windscreens depending on speed and 100% run-throughs. This is definitely made for speedrunners. As you go through these multiple playthroughs, you'll be greeted to some pretty awesome music by a team of musicians led by Professor Sakamoto. This Shantae leans towards chiptune and dubstep with some bangers here and there, like the sunken shipyard and the island east themes. Every song fits the vibe of each location perfectly. From the generic design of the levels, you can tell this originated as an Apple Arcade game, but the actual platforming is really fun, with challenges that play with your expectations. The art style is still brimming, with wonderful animation from way forward, and the story overall is charming, with some good voice acting here and there. Shantae and the Seven Sirens was my first game in the series, and I'll be going back to Half Genie Hero sometime soon. If you like what you hear, please give us a follow at Active Quest Show, and you can subscribe uh, to the podcast on your favourite podcast platform, and you'll be greeted every Monday with an awesome episode of Active Quest. Thanks for listening. And uh, let us know what you think of Shantae and the Seven Sirens.